If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk to nicely. A beep jolted me back to reality as I realized I'd once again fallen asleep in my chair. I opened my eyes, only to be immediately blinded by the immense brightness emitted from the computer screen. Another beep sounded. It was the all-too-familiar notification sound alerting me to a message. Hello? The first message said. Alex? The second read. I rubbed the sleep out of my eyes as I tried to remember what I'd been engaged in prior to falling asleep. But in place of memories, I had nothing but a blank space. I reached out to turn the brightness down, trying to recall whether or not I'd been drinking alcohol the night before. Only then did I realize that the clock on the computer read 12.03 p.m., meaning I'd slept all the way through to midday. But before I could worry about having lost half a day's work, another beep snapped my attention back to the computer. Please, are you still there? It read. I peeked at the username. It was someone named Lemoncake34 a seemingly auto-generated name. By the look of the microscopic profile picture, he was a man close to my own age. Based on the length of the chat, we'd been talking for quite some time. If that was the case, why couldn't I remember him? My head ached as I tried to figure out where we'd left off. The only clue I had was the unbelievably long chat log with a stranger I couldn't remember meeting. Before even thinking about responding to his latest message, I decided to scroll through the history to get a glimpse into the time I'd lost. According to the text, we'd been talking about everything from music to movies to personal life experiences. He was a stranger, sure, but we'd definitely become acquainted during our chat. Then I turned to my bedroom window. It was oddly dark outside, considering the time was supposed to have passed midday. Even with the blinds shut, at least a hint of daylight should have made its way inside. I wanted to stand up to figure out what was going on, but before I could, another message from Lemoncake34 popped up. Please, man, I'm scared. Don't leave me alone here. The window would have to wait. I redirected my attention to the chat with a head full of unanswered questions. What's going on? I asked. Thank God you're still there. I don't know what to do. I tried to call for help, but there's no signal. I can't open any other web pages. This is all that works. Please help. Stuck where? What happened? I asked, just as confused as before. But my eyes kept wandering over to the dark window. The time wasn't wrong. I could easily enough confirm that by checking my phone or wristwatch. It was just past midday, but that didn't change the fact that not a single ray of sunlight managed to get through the thin blinds. By all means, it looked like night had forgotten to fade as the sun rose. You don't remember? He asked in the chat. No, I just kind of woke up in my chair. I can't even remember what we talked about before I fell asleep. Was I drinking or something? While I waited for another response, I scrolled back up again. We'd been talking about video games around two in the morning 
It was a pretty hectic discussion about which game was better, but it had abruptly ended at exactly 2.31 a.m., leaving nothing but hours of emptiness before I was jolted awake again. Through the scroll, I also learned that Lemoncake34's real name was Dylan. I passed out too. I just woke up 20 minutes ago, and I don't know what to do. About 10 hours had passed between our conversation and his current frantic calls for help. Still, with the little information I had about him, I wasn't exactly sure what I could do. What seemed even stranger was the fact that he'd waited around for me rather than just leaving his house. Was he trapped? Can't you call the police or something? I asked. There's no signal. Can you try, please? I instinctively pulled out my phone, not really knowing what I'd even say if I could get a hold of them. Um, what should I ask for? Police? Ambulance? Where should I send them? I ask in a storm of questions. I don't give a sh**. Just tell them we need help. We? I typed in as an inexplicable sinking feeling formed in my stomach. You really don't have any idea what's going on? Just look out the f***ing window. Again, I looked at the unnaturally dark window. Just the sight of it sent shivers down my spine. I should have checked it out already, but I distracted myself with the chat. Not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid to look outside into the darkness. After what felt like an eternity of hesitation, I got up from my chair and walked with slow, nervous steps towards the window. Once there, I opened the blinds and looked through the unobstructed windows. There was nothing there. By nothing, I don't mean that the view was insignificant or normal. I mean it in the more literal sense that nothing was there. The only thing I could observe through the window was an empty void of darkness that had consumed everything that once existed in the neighborhood from the houses, the street, and even my own front yard. I took a few steps back in a mixture of awe and absolute panic. I wanted to run, but where to? I didn't know. So I followed my instincts and tried to rush out the door. It was locked. I hammered on it, trying to kick it in, but it wouldn't budge. In a way, it felt as if the room behind the door had been filled with concrete because no matter how hard I kicked it, it didn't move a single inch. Then I heard another three beeps coming from the computer, signifying that yet more messages had come through, all from Dylan. Well, what did you see? Are you still here? Come on, I need your help. I sat back down with trembling fingers and typed in a response. What the hell is happening? There's nothing outside. Where did everything go? I asked. I don't know. I tried calling the police. I tried messaging someone, but nothing goes through. You are all I have left, he said. I can't even open the door, I typed in, feeling defeated. It wouldn't help anyway. There's nothing on the other side. You can break it down, but it wouldn't really help us. He paused for a while after that, probably left speechless by the predicament we shared. For a moment, I just sat there listening to the deafening silence. All the sounds I'd taken for granted, cars driving up and down the streets, people talking, birds chirping, the wind blowing, it was all gone. The mild tinnitus I'd had since my teenage years tripled in intensity in the wake of all sound, making it possible to hear myself think. I needed to escape. How did this happen? I finally asked. We were just chatting about games when the world outside vanished. I didn't even notice at first. There weren't any sounds or loud noises. Everything just kind of anticlimactically vanished. I only noticed because the internet stopped working, cutting off the music I was listening to. Then I noticed the darkness outside. After that, I just kind of passed out can't explain it, he said. You really don't remember that? No. It's all blank. I don't even remember talking to you. If not for the chat, I wouldn't even have believed it, I responded. Doesn't matter. There's really not much to remember. We just need to figure out how to get out of here. Wait, hold on. What? I asked. Oh, 
God, there's something outside, he typed in. Outside? You mean in the void? I asked. Yes, there's something out there in the dark. I don't know what it is, but it's getting closer. What does it look like? I kept asking. It's just like a red shape. It's really far away, but I think it's getting closer. I took a peek outside the window. There was nothing there on my end, except for the infinite darkness. I rushed back to the computer just in time to see another message pop up. It saw me. It's coming this way. Please help me. Hide, I futilely suggested, but it was too late. Dylan never responded after that. For the next hour, I sat glued to the computer screen in a hopeless attempt at regaining contact. I kept waiting for an answer that would never come. Whatever he saw out there in the darkness, it had already killed him, and I knew I'd be next. That was three days ago. I've since closed the blinds, not daring to look outside should that creature be out there waiting. However, I fear thirst will kill me long before the creature ever gets a chance. I've tried everything in my power to contact the outside world, to no avail. So I'm writing down this story, hoping that once I'm gone, it'll somehow make it back to the real world. I want people to know what happened to me and what happened to Dylan. I'm going to look outside now. It's time to finally face the being that will end my life. Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcast, please take a second and leave a rating. Also, don't forget to check out my animated horror stories on YouTube. Just search Dr. No Sleep in the search bar to find my channel.